Hello, Charmies. This is Robin Sean. Uh, we are with Brunch with the Hollowells podcast. Normally, we would have a new episode here for you, and um, we definitely have an episode. Well, no, let me scratch that. Um, this week, we decided to not post a new episode in solidarity of what's going on in the world today and from our recent events that we've experienced all around the country, uh, specifically for the murder of George Floyd. A lot of podcasts right now have decided not to post an episode for this week and use their platform either to instead share information, ways that you can uh, contribute or assist in the uh, sort of the light of of what's going on and and share your opinion and thoughts on um, the Black Lives Matter movement. And so we decided that we wanted to just sort of share our opinions and our thoughts and what we're feeling on the subject and uh, put that in place of uh, today's episode. Uh, Sean, uh, why don't you start and just kind of let everybody know your experience of what's been going on this past week. Um, from my experience, as a lot of you may know, I live with Chris, who is a black man. And it's been a very tumultuous week for us. Um, uh, I think that what we're not seeing is more telling than what we are seeing because um Chris, his sister, myself, we've been following, you know, live tweets, social media videos from people who are actually out on the front lines protesting, and it's it's a very different story, and it's just been very um, disheartening to see the way that this is being treated and how much, you know, according to certain people in America right now, black lives don't matter. So I'm glad that the majority of America is coming together and showing that, yes, they do, and we're fighting back to those people who don't think that they do. Yeah, yeah, no, I totally agree. Uh, yeah, I, I've i had a lot of time to think as I am in sort of isolation and quarantine in my apartment due to COVID-19 as well. So I've had a lot of time to myself to really process what's been going on and a really big component in my exposure to this is social media. Uh, There are videos being posted everywhere. Uh, With the help of camera phones, we are seeing a lot of things from the front line of what's going on during these marches and um, these protests that have been going on this week. The videos that I have seen have really shed light on a lot of things that I didn't think were possible. In my head, I always thought, yeah, this is what's going on. Um, You know, the media isn't as uh, truthful to what they uh, present on their news shows or any other platform that supposedly is sharing true information. But I'm seeing a lot of exposure between, you know, these different, you know, platforms of, of just showing like what it's like being a protester. And then there's also footage of a lot of violence and looting going on. And I got to say, you know, like it's, it's made me very, very upset, frustrated, very confused, 
uh, seeing that it is 2020 and we are still dealing with this. And I, I don't know. I, I, I've just seen a lot of things that I didn't think were possible. There's been um, police who have been out there to protect the people who are going out of their way to make it look like uh, the protesters and mostly black people are the cause of all of the violence and damage that has been going on. And I, I've seen videos where cops are putting weapons in in you know protesters hands making sure they are held accountable for their actions to attack with brute force uh, i've seen videos of looters of all colors sort of uh using this to you know gain riches and, and vanity and, and materialistic things and not really understand exactly what is actually going on and that their behavior is really causing the main focus of this to diminish the message. Uh, Sean, I don't know if you've seen a lot of videos on Instagram. There was a video of these two white girls. They're at the Grove here in LA and the Starbucks there, they are spray painting the walls of the exterior of the building with BLM, Black Lives Matter, and this woman is recording it and she's making it known we have nothing to do with this we did not ask those two girls to spray paint anything we do not promote any damage to any building and this is not us we didn't ask them to do that do not let this represent us and when they see blm and black lives matter they're going to think a black person did it and I didn't even really think about it in that way. It's not like I would look at it and just immediately think black person. I would immediately think it's somebody who's super angry and frustrated about what's going on and they're trying to send a message. But at the same time, these protesters are not for damaging. They are not for looting. They are not for rioting. Yes, pride um, started with the riot. And while that is very... Um, you know, an event that's something we can definitely be proud of because obviously it got us to where we are today with society. But at the same time, that's not always the solution. So it's just little stuff like that that has just been popping up. And it's just been very frustrating because an onlooker who doesn't know the whole story will come to their own conclusion. And most likely it's going to sway towards what everybody is thinking in the first place, you know? Right. And one of the biggest things I've noticed, like you said, with social media is in a lot of these pictures and images and videos I'm seeing of people who are actually looting, it, I'm barely ever seeing a white, uh, sorry, a black person doing the looting. It's usually a white person or anybody of any other um, color. And I, I just, it disgusts me that people are using this as an excuse to go out and loot and then it's getting blamed on a black person for looting for this cause when, you know, like we said earlier, a lot of the peaceful um, protests are the majority black people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've seen some really messed up stuff. There was a little girl who was maced by a cop. Clearly she had no weapon on her. I don't know exactly what danger she was causing, but just being a part of the, you know, march 
it, it was enough ammunition for this cop to take action, and it was really the saddest thing ever. But I, I also want to point out that there are a lot of positive videos that I am seeing out there. There are protesters who are protecting cops who uh, feel that their lives are in danger if they are separated from their unit. Um, I'm also seeing a lot of videos of protesters who are out there with water, with milk to help with um, people who are getting maced. Uh, there are uh, videos out there showing um, a lot of unity. There's, you know, like singing and people who really are putting their lives in danger in order to spread the word. And I just want to say for anyone who is just immediately looking at the damage to, uh, you know, uh, small businesses and shops that don't really have the money and resources to just rebuild after something like this. Um, I, I just want to say that, yes, it is very unfortunate that, you know, it had to come to this. Um, I would just not focus on who to blame. Just understand what is going on today, what's going on right now. It is a, a casualty that I wish didn't happen, but it is. And here's the thing, you know, and I hate to be a bitch about it, but we tried kneeling, which didn't involve protesting. It didn't involve marching. It didn't involve the um, possibility of looting and rioting. We kneeled at a football game and y'all didn't give a shit. Nobody gave a shit. Nobody saw that as a way of peaceful protesting. Somebody tried to share their opinion about police brutality. It was the simplest, easiest, quietest thing that anybody could have done. And that was just horrible. That was like the worst thing that you can do to the American flag, to, to the U.S. Well, as you can see today, it's gotten worse. There is a possibility for things to elevate and it's gotten worse. And I I bet most people wish that we were back in the day where all we wanted to do was just kneel on the ground and not salute the flag. I, I, again, I just think it's something to really think about that it didn't have to come to this. And hopefully what I would like to see... Um, actually, let me look this up. So... I was very um, back and forth on if I should even speak about this today and also if we should participate in the podcast blackout. You know, should we just continue doing what we want to do um, or if we should join in solidarity and, and you know, join the cause. I watched this video on Instagram from a handler. It's Miss Pack Yeti. And it's this woman, Brittany um, Packnett uh, Cunningham. And I watched this video, I think about an hour before this recording, Sean, and she really shed a little bit of light on sort of my thoughts on what I think is going on right now as far as what I would like to do. And I'm just paraphrasing, but she basically was saying that as a black person, uh, I should not mute myself. I should not stay quiet. I should 
also not feel pressure that I need to silence myself and do what everybody else is doing, which is the Blackout Tuesday. I definitely understand the meaningful way that putting a black square on your social media, especially on Instagram, sheds light on that handler being in agreement to what is going on in the world today and that they are siding with the protesters and the Black Lives Matter movement. However, if all we're doing is just putting black screens on our social media, there's not really a platform for any new information to be out there. Nobody is hearing exactly how we feel, what we could be doing, or how we could help. And so, yes, that is definitely one way that you can show your support. But I think that because you and I, Sean, do have a platform where we can reach out to people, no matter how many they are, we should use it um, actively instead of just saying silent. And so I feel that I have the right to be able to go on here and say whatever it is that I want to say, but also to continue being that entertainer, that person who is, um, you know, doing what makes him happy and, and continuing to do that and not let you know, police brutality and all of this silence me. So, you know, hopefully what I would like to see is that people are on social media promoting other black artists, um, uh, authors, and also shedding light on certain movies, documentaries, books that people can read to educate themselves on the issue that is going on and to kind of understand exactly how we've had enough and how it's gotten to this point. And maybe it'll help you sort of gain information as to why this is happening and why it has to change. I completely agree. I think the most important thing we can be doing right now, Rob, is what we're doing and um, getting our thoughts out there to everybody. So, of course, I'm recording this with you, so I guess that shows that I side with you. But um, I did, um, I did have... A moment this past weekend when the bulk of the rioting was going on where you know the messages that we're getting from our president are to me a lot more messages of hate you know he's calling people thugs he's using very ugly language and he's not just stepping up and and saying you know I'm sorry that this happened or let's find a way to get through this he's just you know violence 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 this use more violence and just seeing those messages has just completely crushed me and to the point where you know yesterday during work I messaged my boss and said you know this is really hard on me and Chris I you know he was crying in my arms after some of these messages were coming out just from the feeling that nobody's on our side our um doing anything to stop this and I got to a point where I just felt completely helpless and the way that helped me kind of get through it is um, you know finding places that we can invest money in to either help the protesters or you know black lives and just doing what we can to finally make a change and see this this bullshit just go behind us because you're right it's 2020 and I'm sick of this especially in a time when we're already hit so hard by COVID 
and now we're hit by, you know, rioting. Like, what else are we going to have to go through in 2020 when we should just be helping each other get through one thing before moving on to something else? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, no, I, I agree with that. And, um, you know, I, I'm glad that somebody is there for Chris to, you know, get him through this. Um, it's great that you are by his side right now. Um, one last thing that I'll say on this is that we are at this peak of um, police brutality towards um, African-Americans because of fear. It's, it's basically just the stereotype that we, no matter what the reason is, if we are not, if we, if we are at all in suspect of doing anything out of the ordinary, that is grounds for we are up to no good and they need to protect themselves. Uh, Floyd was just someone who leaned up against a car that wasn't his. He was inebriated and had an altercation. He wasn't armed and they saw him as a threat immediately. So this is what I find just so troubling about all of that is that yes, he didn't have a weapon on him I, I can't really say exactly how much of a provoke he was to cause this man to do the things that he did. But even under the restraint where he was not a threat to him, he still continued to slowly take his life away. And and he knew it was going to happen because he knew this was not going to end in his favor. And even though he was unarmed, the color of his skin to them is a weapon. It does not have to be anything physical in his hand. It's literally walking out of the door and being the color that he is, that is a weapon. This fear that people have that we are just so dangerous to society is just insane. And I always do my best to try and educate or point out any possibility of racism, which is different than being a racist. And what I mean by that is that a lot of people, um, specifically white people, will get very angry at being called a racist and not really think about the things that are being said or thought of as racism. When they hear the word racist, they automatically think they did something out of hate. And that's not entirely true because racism comes in all forms that that is different from hate. It it doesn't it's it's so un like so, it's it's so subconsciously in our minds and we don't even know we do it sometimes. And I am even um you know to blame for that too. You know, like I I've said some things and and that is just that is just due to the fact that I'm not as educated or that I'm, you know, naive of what it is that I'm saying. And, or maybe I just haven't really been exposed to um, understand exactly what's coming out of my mouth. And so what I would hope to do is always open up the opportunity for conversation without judgment. I would never make fun of anyone. Sean, I, you know this as much as I've been friends with you. I've always 
at least my ability made sure that you always felt comfortable asking any questions that you have, any other confusion that you may have if somebody, you know, said something of, you know, about what you said or anything like that, but also giving you a platform to have the opportunity to learn something. And hopefully in return, you are receiving the messages and and the information that somebody is telling you um, and not taking it as a personal jab to your character. Do your best to expose yourself to different cultures or, or, you know, anything that puts you outside of your comfort zone because this conversation is going to be uncomfortable. That's the first thing. There's never going to be a moment where it's going to feel awkward or maybe even rude or inappropriate. It's supposed to be. There's no other way around it, but we have to start talking. Otherwise, there's not going to be any change. Agreed. And I would go to Chris first before you because he's nicer. <laughs> that is true. I suggest going to Chris before me for sure. <laughs> but um, Sean, thank you for um, for participating in this with me. I really appreciate it. And um, hopefully this um, small audio recording um, just shows you that Brunch with the Hollowells, Rob and Sean, we are in support of the protesters. Yes, you may see that this protest has turned into somewhat of looting and rioting and damaging of property from innocent bystanders, but we are wholeheartedly with the protesters. This is something that has to stop. Black lives do matter. Everybody's lives matter. But if anybody wants to claim all lives matter, you have to include black people in that. And I think all lives matters does not include black people in the word all, which is why we have our own hashtag. I'm sorry, we're a little bit selfish right now, but this is just kind of how it has to be because all lives matters does not include black people. It just doesn't. So um, yeah, that's all I'll say about that. And one thing you said to me yesterday, Rob, that really, I think, helped me and Chris is you brought light to the fact that every minority goes through their their big moment where they're really tested and usually comes out better for it. Like we saw with, um, you know, with being gay, that was a big thing a few years ago. You know, we went through the ringer and now being gay is more acceptable than it's ever been. And um just having that mindset that, yeah, the bulk of America is on the side of the black man right now, um, I think we are going to see change. And that's kind of shed some light at the end of this, especially today. I know scrolling through social media, seeing all the black squares, part of me was like, this isn't doing anything other than you know, just blacking out social media. But at the same time, it was empowering to see all the different people. You know, I would scroll down and the whole thing was black. So that gave me the hope that something new will come out of this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, in our details of this episode, um, look towards the links that we have posted. There will be a lot of information there on how you can donate, um, help and, um, contribute to the cause. And if we have offended anyone during this recording, we do deeply apologize, but we're using this platform to share our thoughts on what is going on. 
and um, we would hate to lose any, you know, listeners and followers to our show. But if you don't really see the issue that is happening right now and feel that a change needs to happen, please unfollow us because the type of fans that we want to have in our lives are not you. And hopefully one day you understand that your thoughts are wrong and um, I pray for you. <laughs> I really do. So um, again, uh, hopefully we'll have an, uh, our new episode come in next week. Thank you so much for being patient with us and for listening to us. And if you are in agreement with what we are saying, tell somebody else, pay it forward, show somebody else that may not understand what's going on and shed some light on the matter. And hopefully, like Sean said, we will guarantee that a change is, is coming.